Hello, my name is Jayama, and you're listening to Unpurified, the Ramblings of a Black Queer Christian. For today's episode of the podcast, I wanted to talk about um, the Whore of Babylon, who I believe is the bride of the Antichrist. And um, if you've been listening to my past few podcast episodes, or even been looking at my blog, um, you know that I have been studying Revelation in an attempt to figure out everything that is going on um, in the end times. And I came across something that, like, honestly, I'm really uh, proud of because I don't think I've heard anyone else uh, talk about this. But um, based on uh, my history, if you read my book, you know that I used to be, you know, she used to be a witch. She used to do a little bit of witchcraft uh, before, you know what I'm saying? Before she recommitted her life to Christ again. So um, based on my history, in dealing with witchcraft, um, I know that the devil usually has a very bootleg version of everything that God does. So while I was thinking about the bride of Christ, I was wondering if the Antichrist had a bride. And I was sitting there, I was, I was thinking about it, and I was looking in my Bible, and I was like, girl, I found her. <laughs> I found it. She in here. She in there. She in there. And she is like the Uno reverse version of the Bride of Christ. So like much how like um if you looked at my old podcast episode, the Bride of Christ is shown through um Jerusalem, the capable wife and wisdom and the anti-christ bride is shown through babylon the immoral woman and in my bible it's called stupidity and sorry if that uh, word seems a little you know saying seems a little rude seems a little harsh i mean it's i mean she, she is the antichrist wife so but if, if that felt a little too too strong that's just what my bible uses i, I don't know what other word to to say for it so forgive me if it's a little too harsh on your eardrums um much like how uh the bride of christ is a prophet uh the we'll say the anti-bride the anti-bride is a false prophet and i believe that she may be um the second beast which is called um the, the false prophet that the Bible mentions in Revelation 13. So like much like how Jesus Christ has a queen, uh, the Antichrist has a queen as well. So she is like also, she's like definitely, I'm saying she's someone that people need to be aware of. <laughs> need to be aware of and warned about. So, as I've been scouring through my Bible, I was able to find some uh, characteristics of her and um, find pieces of um, her story. 
So I have found 23 items. <laughs> 23 things um, to tell you all about this woman who is the bride of the Antichrist. So, yeah, now that I have said everything that needs to be said to introduce her, let us get into it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so the first characteristic that I discovered about the um, Antibride, I'll just call her the Antibride, is one, um, she is a queen. Uh, much like how the true bride is a queen, the false bride is one as well. Uh, she is queen over the kingdom that takes over the world during the tribulation. And you can see that in verse uh, Isaiah 47, uh, 1, 5, and 7. And that says, The Lord says, Babylon, come down from your throne and sit in the dust on the ground. You were once like a virgin, a city unconquered, but you are soft and delicate no longer. You are now a slave. The Lord says to Babylon, sit in silence and darkness. No more will they call you the queen of nations. You thought you would always be a queen and did not take these things to heart or think how it would all end. The next verse you can see that in is Revelation uh, seventeen eighteen. And that says, the woman you saw is the great city that rules over the kings of the earth. And the next verse uh, that you can see that in is Revelation 18.7. And that says, give her as much suffering and grief as the glory and luxury she gave herself. For she keeps telling herself, here I sit, a queen. I am no widow. I will never know grief. The next trait that um, I noticed about her is that she is a mother. And since the true bride is a mother because she married a father, um, the false bride will be one as well in the sense of like, in the sense of, you know, children of darkness. But she will also have children of natural birth as well. And you can see that in Revelation uh, 17.5, and that says, On her forehead was written a name that has a secret meaning, Great Babylon, the mother of all prostitutes and perverts in the world. And you can also see that in Isaiah 47.8-9. And that says, Listen to this, you lover of pleasure. You think that you are safe and secure. You claim that you are as great as God, that there is no one else like you. You thought that you could... You would never be a widow or suffer the loss of your children. But in a moment, in a single day, both these things will happen. In spite of all the magic you use, you will lose your husband and children. So she will have children of natural birth. Number three, the third characteristic that I found is that she too is a human being. Um, while some believe that, you know, the Antichrist is the devil himself, um, his bride, although evil, she is evil, is just a regular human being. And that can be seen in the fact that she can have natural children. But it can also be seen uh, in the Bible because it says that she moves similar to Satan, but she is not exactly him. So you can see that in uh, 
Revelation 13 verse 11 and it says then I saw another beast which came up out of the earth it had two horns like a lamb's horns and it spoke like a dragon it didn't say that it was a dragon and the dragon in Revelation is Satan it spoke similar to uh, number four, the fourth thing that I found out about her is that she is characterized by darkness. Uh, much like how the true bride is characterized by light, the false bride is characterized by her darkness. And you can see that in Isaiah 47, verse 5. And that says, The Lord says to Babylon, Sit in silence and darkness. No more will they call you the queen of nations. And then you can also see that in Proverbs 7, verse 8 through 9. And that says, he was walking along the street near the corner where a certain woman lived. He was passing near her house in the evening after it was dark. So she's characterized by darkness. Uh, the fifth uh, characteristic trait that I found about her is that she is bold and she makes plans in order to trap people. And you can see that in Proverbs 7, verse 10 through 13, 15, 22 through 23. <laughs> so all of those say, um, and then she met him. She was dressed like a prostitute and was making plans. She was a bold and shameless woman who always walked the streets or stood waiting at a corner, sometimes in the streets, sometimes in the marketplace. She threw her arms around a young man, kissed him, looked him straight in the eye and said, so I came out looking for you. I wanted to find you and here you are. Suddenly he was going with her like an ox on the way to be slaughtered, like a deer prancing into a trap where an arrow would pierce its heart. He was like a bird going into a net. He did not know that his life was in danger. Number six, I found out that she is a charming smooth talker and you can see that in uh, Proverbs uh, 7 verse 21 and that says so she tempted him with her charms and he gave in to her smooth talk so you can see that she's just not she's she's not uh, you know what I mean she she's has a way with words to get people to fall into her schemes um, Number seven, I found out that she is shameless. She has no shame in doing any of the evil deeds that she does. And you can see that in Proverbs 7, verse 11. And that says, she was a bold and shameless woman who always walked the streets. And you can always also see that in Proverbs chapter 9, verse 13. And that says, stupidity is like a loud, ignorant, shameless woman. Uh, the eighth characteristic that I found is that she is prideful. She is full of pride. And uh, you can see that in Isaiah chapter 13, verse 2 and verse 19. And that says, on the top of a barren hill, raise the battle flag. Shout to the shoulders and to the soldiers <laughs> and raise your arm as a signal for them to attack the gates of the proud city. Babylonia is the most beautiful kingdom of all. It is the pride of its people. But I, the Lord, will overthrow Babylon as I did Sodom and Gomorrah. And you can also see that in Jeremiah 50, verse 31 through 32. 
And that says, Babylonia, you are filled with pride. So I, the sovereign Lord Almighty, am against you. The time has come for me to punish you. Your proud nation will stumble and fall and no one will help you up. I will set your cities on fire and everything around will be destroyed. Number nine, uh, I found that she is happy doing evil. Uh, she is not only shameless in her evil deeds, but she is, she is ecstatic. She is very happy in um, the evil that she commits on the earth. So you can see that in Jeremiah um, 50 verse 11. And that says, the Lord says, people of Babylonia, you plumbered, plundered my nation you are happy and glad going about like a cow threshing grain or a neighing horse the tenth trait that i found about her is that she ruins and kills people and those people are mainly mostly christians this woman is a murderer who plans on trapping people and killing them and she plans on specifically targeting god's people so um you can see that in proverbs uh chapter 7 verse 26 and that says she has been the ruin of many men and caused the death of too many to count it also says it in jeremiah 51 49 and it says, Babylonia caused the death of people all over the world. And now Babylonia will fall because it caused the death of so many Israelites. I, the Lord, have spoken. You can see that also in Revelation uh, 17, 6. And that says, And I saw that the woman was drunk with the blood of God's people and the blood of those who were killed because they had been loyal to Jesus. When I saw her, I was completely amazed. Uh, you can also see it in Revelation 18:24, and that says Babylon was punished because of the blood of the prophets and of God's people was found in the city. Yes, the blood of all those who had been killed on earth. You see it again in uh, Revelation 19:2, and that says true and just are his judgments. He has condemned the prostitute who was corrupting the earth with her immorality. God has punished her because she killed his servants. And then lastly, you can see that in Revelation 13 through 5, verse 15. And uh, that says the second beast, which is the false prophet, which is her, was allowed to breathe life into the image of the first beast, which is the Antichrist, her husband, so that the image could talk and put to death all those who would not worship it. The 11th trait that I found about her is that you should avoid, avoid her house. Um, I saw this verse in passages that talked about her twice. And I don't know if this is referring to um, a metaphorical house and like the sense of like her kingdom or if it's talking about her like literal actual home. But you should definitely avoid any place where this woman resides and so you can see that in proverbs uh, 7 verse 27 and that says if you go to her house you are on the way to the world of the dead it is a shortcut to death 
And you can also see that in Proverbs um, 9, verse 18. And that says, Her victims do not know that the people die who go to her house, that those who have already entered are now deep in the world of the dead. So when she takes people to her house, she is plotting to kill them. Uh, number 12, uh, I discovered that she shows up after her husband appears first. Um, I personally don't believe that she is married to her husband when he first um, becomes known to the world. Um, I think she shows up maybe like, I don't know, maybe a few months or maybe a few years um, into the tribulation. And you can see that in uh, Daniel 11, verse 6. And that says, After a number of years, the king of Egypt will make an alliance with the king of Syria and give him his daughter in marriage. But the alliance will not last, and she, her husband, her child, and the servants who went with her will all be killed. And you can also see that in Revelation 13, 11. Uh, to give some context about this verse, it talks about the first beast, which is the Antichrist first, and it describes him. And then it says, like, then, as if time has passed, I saw another beast which came up out of the earth. It had two horns like lamb horns and spoke like a dragon. So I think that her husband is shown and made known to the world first. And then she shows up later and they probably get married after that. So uh, The 13th trait that I found is that she is a false prophet. Uh... Again, like I said earlier, much like how the true bride is a prophet of God, the false bride is a false prophet of Satan. She speaks false messages and she uses magic and spells to deceive people. And she's also uh, been a false prophet ever since she was a young lad, a young man, a young baby. Okay, and you can see that in... Um, Proverbs 9, uh, 14 through 17, and that says she sits at the door of her house or on a seat in the highest part of town and calls out to people passing by who are minding their own business. Come in, ignorant people. To the foolish, she says, stolen water is sweeter, stolen bread tastes better. The next verse um, is Revelation eighteen twenty three. And that says, never again will the light of a lamp be seen in you. No more will the voices of brides and grooms be heard in you. Your merchants were the most powerful in the world. In your false magic, you deceived all peoples of the world. You can also see it in Isaiah 47, 11 through 12. And that says, disaster will come upon you and none of your magic can stop it. Ruin will come upon you suddenly. Ruin you never dreamed of. Keep all your magic spells and charms. You have used them since you were young. Perhaps they will be of some help to you. Perhaps you can frighten your enemies. And the last verse is uh, Revelation 13, verses 13 through 15. And that says, The second beast performed great miracles. It made fire come down out of the heaven to the earth in sight of everyone. And it deceived all people living among living in the earth by means of the miracles which it was allowed to perform in the presence of the first beast. 
The beast told them to build an image in the honor of the beast that had been wounded by the sword and yet lived. The second beast was allowed to breathe life into the image of the first beast so that the image could talk and put to death all those who would not worship it. So you can see that she is using magic in order to breathe life into things and that thing can then murder a bunch of people which is unfortunate um the 14th thing that i found is that she gets people to worship uh her husband so her job when she gets married to her husband is to get people to worship him and she forces many people to do so and you can see that in revelation 13 12 and 16 through 17 and that says it used the vast the vast authority of the first beast in its presence. It forced the earth and all who live on it to worship the first beast whose wound had healed. The beast forced all the people, small and great, rich and poor, slave and free, to have a mark placed on their right hands or on their foreheads. No one could buy or sell without this mark that is the beast's name or the number that stands for the name. So she forces people to to do this um number 15 i realized that although she is evil uh she ends up becoming praised by the people like i guess amongst the evil people who follow her she becomes praised by the people um and she gets like adoration from the people that she manipulates and you can see that in isaiah 13 19 and that says, Babylonia is the most beautiful kingdom of all. It is the pride of its people. But I, the Lord, will overthrow Babylon as I did Sodom and Gomorrah. Uh, you can see that also in Jeremiah 51, verse 41. And that says, the Lord says about Babylon, the city that the whole world praised has been captured. What a horrifying sight Babylon has become to the nations. And you can also see that in Revelation 18.10, and that says they stand a long way off because they are afraid of sharing in her suffering. They say, how terrible, how awful, this great and mighty city, Babylon, in just one hour you have been punished. The 16th thing that I found out about her is that she is blasphemous. And I personally believe that because of all the praise that she starts to get from people, um, that she deceives, that she will begin to believe that she herself is God. And you can see that in um, Isaiah 47, verse 8 and verse 10. And that says, listen to this, you lover of pleasure. You think that you are safe and secure. You claim you are as great as God, that there is no one else like you. You thought that you would never be a widow or suffer the loss of your children. You felt sure of yourself in your evil. You thought that no one could see you. Your wisdom and knowledge led you astray, and you said to yourself, I am God. There is no one else like me. And the 17th thing that I found, y'all, and this, this was wild to me. She will end up getting betrayed by her husband. <laughs> and personally, I believe that because of this new pumped up ego that she had because she was prideful before she married him so this is a prideful play a prideful person who 
is then getting praised so she believes that she is God, right? And she's her job when she gets married is supposed to be getting people to worship her husband because her husband also believes that he is God. Okay, so this will cause problems <laughs> in the relationship because you can't have two gods in a relationship. You can't both be God, baby. So when her husband sees her getting worshipped, he ends up betraying her, girl. <laughs> and you can see that in um, Isaiah 21, verse 2. And that says, I have seen a vision of cruel events, a vision of betrayal and destruction. Army of Eliam, attack. Army of Media, lay siege to the cities. God will put an end to the suffering Babylon has caused. You can also see that in Revelation 17, verse 16. And that says, the ten horns you saw in the beast who is her husband will hate the prostitute. They will take everything away that she has and leave her naked. They will eat her flesh and destroy her with fire. It be your own people, ain't it? <laughs> it be your own people. The 18th thing that I found out is that she will be humiliated after the betrayal or maybe during the betrayal. I don't know when this is taking place. It's probably, you know what I'm saying? It's probably either during the betrayal or shortly after it. She will be humiliated for all to see. And you can see that in Isaiah 13 verse 8. And that says, they will all be terrified and overcome with pain like the pain of a woman in labor. They will look at each other in fear and their faces will burn with shame. You can also see that in Isaiah 47 Verse three, and that says, people will see you naked. They will see you humbled in shame. I will take vengeance and no one will stop me. And you can also see that in Jeremiah 50 verse 12. And that says, but your own great city will be humiliated and disgraced. Babylonia will be the least important nation of all. It will become a dry and waterless desert. And the 19th thing that I found is that she will be punished. She will be punished severely for all that she has done to the Lord's people. And there are many verses about this. Uh, the first one is Revelation 18, verse 8, 20, and 24. And that says, because of this, in one day she will be struck with plagues, disease, grief, and famine, and she will be burned with fire because the Lord God who judges her is mighty. Be glad, heaven, because of her destruction. Be glad, God's people and the apostles and the prophets, for God has condemned her for what she did to you. Babylon was punished because the blood of the prophets and of God's people was found in the city. Yes, the blood of all those who have been killed on the earth. You can see that in... Uh, Revelation 19.2, and it says, True and just are his judgments. He has condemned the prostitute who was corrupting the earth with her immorality. God has punished her because she has killed his servants. You can also see it in Isaiah 47, verse 11, and that says, Disaster will come upon you, and none of your magic can stop it. Ruin will come upon you suddenly, ruin you never dreamed of. You can see it in Isaiah 14.23-20. 22 through 23. 
And that says, the Lord Almighty says, I will attack Babylon and bring it to ruin. I will leave nothing, no children, no survivors at all. I, the Lord, have spoken. I will turn Babylon into a marsh. The the owls will live there. I will sweep Babylon with a broom that will sweep everything away. I, the Lord Almighty, have spoken. Uh, You can see it in Jeremiah 50, verse 13. And that says, because of my anger, no one will live in Babylon. It will be left in ruins, and all who pass by will be shocked and amazed. Uh, Jeremiah 51, verse 9. Foreigners living there said, we tried to help Babylonia, but it was too late. Let's leave now and go back home. God has punished Babylonia with all his might and has destroyed it completely. So you can see with verses on verses on verses. That she will get punished for the things that she has done. Um, And not only will she get punished. The 20th thing that I found. (laughs) Is that she will get punished quickly. She will get punished swiftly. When they see the disaster. It will happen very suddenly. And you can see that in Isaiah uh, 47 verse 11. And that says, disaster will come upon you and none of your magic will stop it. Ruin will come upon you suddenly, excuse me, suddenly. Ruin you never dreamed of. And you can also see it in Revelation 18, verse 8, verse 10, verse 17, and verse 19. And that says, because of this, in one day, She will be struck with plagues, disease, grief, and famine. And she will be burned with fire because the Lord God who judges her is is mighty. They stand a long way off because they are afraid of sharing in her suffering. They say, how terrible, how awful, this great and mighty city Babylon. In just one hour, you have been punished. And in one hour, she has lost all this wealth, all the ship's captains and passengers and the sailors and others who earned their living on the sea stood a long way off. They threw dust on their heads. They cried and mourned, saying, how terrible, how awful for the great city. She is the city where all the ships sailing in the seas became rich on her wealth in just one hour. She has lost everything. Um... And the 21st thing that I found is that she will be treated in the same way that she treated others. Okay, the Lord is giving the girls sweet, sweet karma. And you can see that in uh, Jeremiah 50 verse 15. And that says, raise the war cry all around the city. Now Babylon has surrendered. Its walls have been broken through and torn down. I am taking my revenge on the Babylonians. So take your revenge on them and treat them as they have treated others. You can see it in Jeremiah 50, 29. And that says, tell the archers to attack Babylon. Send out everyone who knows how to use the bow and arrow. Surround the city and don't let anyone escape. Pay it back for all it has done and treat it as it has treated others because it acted with pride against me, the Holy One of Israel. You can see it in Jeremiah 51, 24, 35. In 56 and that says the Lord says you will see me repay Babylonia and its people for all the evil they did to Jerusalem let the people of Zion say may Babylonia be held responsible for the violence done to us let the people of Jerusalem say may Babylonia be held responsible for what we have suffered they have come to destroy Babylon its soldiers are captured captured 
and their bows are broken. I am a God who punishes evil and I will treat Babylon as it deserves. Uh, and the last thing that you can see it in is Revelation 18, 6 and 20. And that says, treat her exactly as she has treated you. Pay her back double for all that she has done. Fill her cup with a drink twice as strong as the drink she prepared for you. Be glad, heaven, because of her destruction. Be glad, God's people and apostles and prophets, for God has condemned her for what she did to you. And number uh, 22, I figured out that she will die, okay? Her penalty for harming so many of God's people will be death. Okay, um, you can first see that in uh, Revelation 19, 2 through 3, and also verse 20. And that says, true and just are his judgments. He has condemned the prostitute who was corrupting the earth with her immorality. God has punished her because she killed his servants. Again, they shouted, praise God. The smoke from the flames that consumed the great city go up forever and ever. Giving the assumption that she is going to get thrown to that fiery destruction, baby. Uh, the beast was taken prisoner together with the false prophet. Who had performed miracles in his presence. It was by those miracles that he had deceived those who had the mark of the beast and those who had worshipped the image of the beast. The beast and the false prophet were both thrown alive into the lake of fire that burns with sulfur. And finally, the last thing that I found out about the false bride, the bride of the Antichrist is, unfortunately, her children are going to die. Uh, because her children are quite literally, her natural children are quite literally the seed of Satan. They will have to be casualties in the war to prevent evil from spreading and you can see that in isaiah 47 8 through 9 and that says listen to this you lover of pleasure you think that you are safe and secure you claim that you are as great as god that there is no one else like you you thought that you would never be a widow or suffer the loss of your children but in a moment in a single day both of these things will happen in spite of all the magic you use you will lose your husband and your children and you can also see that in Daniel 11, verse 6. And that says, after a number of years, the king will make an alliance with the king of Syria and give him his daughter in marriage. But the alliance will not last. And she, her husband, her child, and her servants who went with her will all be killed. So, yeah, uh, that is everything that I have discovered about the whore of Babylon, who I believe to be as being the bride of the Antichrist, okay? She is a very evil woman who does very horrible things, but she will be repaid, she will be betrayed, and she will, you know what I'm saying? She will be given, like, the girls will be given justice for all of her unjustly 
actions. So do not fear. Okay, we are we are preaching this message to let the girls become aware of who she is. But again, we don't want the girls to be fearful. Because first and foremost, if you're a Christian right now, you're going to be raptured before this stuff happens. But if you are someone who is in the middle of the tribulation, and you are hearing this message, and you're in the tribulation, we still serve a God that is good. We still serve a God that is ever-present. We still God, serve a God that protects a God that knows how to uh, rescue his children out of trials and condemn those who have done evil. So, uh, the Lord will, you know what I'm saying, he will, he will pay her back for all the evil that she's doing and he will protect those who are loyal to him. So, yeah, uh, thank you. If you made it all the way to the end of the podcast, thank you for listening. And yeah, yeah I'll see you in the next episode. Thank you for making it all the way to the end of the podcast. If you would like to find me online, I'm on Instagram at The Bible is Inclusive. And I'm on Twitter at Bible Inclusive. Uh, I also have a book. It's called Who Told You That God Was Homophobic? And that's available in paperback and ebook. And that's on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Apple Books, uh, Kobo, Scribd, and other retailers. And if you would like to visit my website, my website is called uh, thebibleisinclusive.com. And that is the host of my blog. And I make many posts on there about like, you know, the spiritual things that I have found out <laughs> uh, I tend to be more active on the blog than I am on my podcast so I would recommend that you subscribe to my website so that you can get updates every time I post on there because you know she posts on there more frequently and uh, if you would like to become a Christian uh, you can figure that out on my website as well you can go to the menu there's a tab and it says you know how to become a christian and it'll show you the prayer that you can pray in order to become a christian if you would like to and also uh you don't have to you're not forced into this but if you would like to donate to me uh you can also go to my website and there is a tab on there that says donate and you can uh put in you know however much money you would like they have a single like one-time donations and they also I think they have reoccurring donations on there too so you can you know do it however you want and you'll be able to donate to me and yeah thank you again for making it all the way to the end of the podcast and I'll see y'all in the next one